good morning. I was speaking on giving this morning and we're just in the season on blessed, broken and given. And I was reading from chapter John chapter 4, John 21. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore and the day disciples did not realise that was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, have you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they weren't able to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, torn the, the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. When they had landed, they saw a fire of burning coals with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you've just caught. Simon Peter, with so many of the net, was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dare ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took bread and gave it to them, and the same with the fish. This is how the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. When he had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, said the Lord. Yes, Lord, he said, you know I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus had asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all these things. You know I have loved you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. I tell you the truth, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and you went where you wanted. When you were old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you to where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. So we pick up the story where the disciples had just trekked over 70 miles over rough terrain and mountains and had gone back to the beginning. They'd gone back to the Sea of Galilee and they'd gone back to what they knew. And what they knew was to go back to fishing. Now, this is the final appearance of Jesus that after his resurrection and he sat down with them and he ate with them. And I just think that is just a, a wonderful picture of Jesus. I think it's a wonderful picture that Jesus has for us that he wants to sit down and he wants to be with us. He wants us to sit down and to be in his presence. Now the first that didn't know that was Jesus, it was a stranger. And I want to ask you this morning, is Jesus a stranger to you? We've had a really rough time over this pandemic and some people have been reading the word of God, been praying and some people have been asking the question, well where is God? Why is he not doing more? And I want to say to you that God is still here. He's still ever present and he's still with us at these very, very difficult times. And I can remember years ago when I was first a Christian and we would meet in house groups and we would read the word of God and we would learn Bible verses. And one of the Bible verses I very first learned as a Christian that, it, you know, it's still... For me, it's still very close to my heart and it brings me close to the Lord in my times of need. 
and maintains of brokenness and then maintains of confusion. And the Bible verse is from Isaiah and it says, See, I have engraved you on the palm of my hand. So this morning, only if you want to, I'm going to hold out your hands and I want you to take your hand and I want to write your own name on the palm of your hand and say with me, See, I have engraved your name on the palm of my hand. And for me, it's just a picture that Jesus is saying, I know you. I know you by name. I know how many hairs is on your head. I know when your heart is soaring. And I know when your heart breaks. I know you. And God knows us all. And like Jesus knew Peter, God knew us all. He knows our mistakes. He knows when we, you know, when we're not living the life that we should be living, when we declare ourselves Christians. He knows that when we're broken, he's still there with us. He knows that when we are proclaiming his name, when we're with him and he's with us, he knows everything about us. And I think that's a lovely picture of Jesus going and eating with his disciples, but also it's a lovely picture of Jesus going back to Peter. Because as we know, Peter denied Jesus three times. And I think God wanted Jesus, Jesus wanted Peter to know that he was forgiven, that yes, he'd made a mistake, but he could begin again. And I think sometimes for us, we do make mistakes as Christians, we do make mistakes, we are only human. And I want you to think back to the time when you first became a Christian. I've been a Christian for many years now, over 20 years now. And as I said, when I was first a Christian, we'd read the word of God together, we'd pray together, we were learning Bible verses together and you know we were I would say soaked in the, in the word of God and Ravi Zachariah is a Christian communicator he's, he's fantastic he says you have to be steeped soaked daily in the word of God to live the life God has called you because I think in the world that we live in we live in a broken and confused world with many temptations but when we are soaked, when we are emerged in the word of God, I believe that will help us. It'll help us when we are talking about Jesus. It'll help us when we are going through difficult seasons or when we are asked difficult questions. And I want to encourage you today to go back to reading your Bible, to pick your Bible up, to be soaked in the word of God. And to go back to remembering where you were when you were a Christian. Remember where you were, remember who you were with, remember those times where God spoke to you. Because I think this world just would like to steal, steal that gift that God has given us, steal that gift of knowing God, steal that gift that we are loved by God, that our names are on the palm of his hand. And we heard last week that when we're broken about Terry and his pottery, that you're broken and you come back stronger. You know, like the, the pottery is put together with tiny, tiny little gold flakes and it's made stronger and it's an art. And I felt it was a lovely picture for our lives that sometimes we are broken. And the word of God is the gold that's putting us back together, that's weaving us back together, that's making us stronger in this broken world. And, you know, I can remember that my mum, when she became a Christian, she was in the little Catholic church and you know she heard the song and she loved the song such love such love pure as the driven snow such love weeps for the shame 
I know. And I feel like God, you know, with the pandemic and everything on is saying, just come and sit in my presence. Come and sit with me and I will bring you comfort. I will bring you what you need in this time of uncertainty. And I think sometimes when we go back to the beginning, when we go back to remembering all the times that God's spoken to us, all the times that God's been there for us, it does give us strength and we can draw on that strength in order for others who may not be in the same place as us or others who are not Christians who ask with difficult questions. And I have been asked over these last months, well, where is your God? Where is your God in this? And where is God in that? And can you still believe in God? And I have to say the answer is yes. And even though that, you know, my family or myself, I can say we've gone through an extremely difficult season. We are going, going through an extremely difficult season. I've had to go back to the beginning many times. I've had to go back to the beginning and sit in the presence of God. And I would encourage every one of you to go back to that. And remember when, you know, God first spoke to me. Remember when, the, you know, the Bible came alive. Not that it isn't now, but sometimes I think we'll get so layered up with we have work to do. We have, you know, our, our lives. And, you know, some people have been furloughed in the pandemic and some people have had to work through it. But it's, it's been a, a time, I would say, of uncertainty. And... You know, I just like to say to you, just sit and take some time and be in the presence of God. We do a thing, I do a thing at work and a thing at home, it's called reflective practice. And you breathe in for three and breathe out for six. And I always breathe in and breathe out. And I always, and I, I, I try to reflect on the word of God. So I breathe in for three and out for six. Again, do it with me. You can feel like all these cares and all these worries and all the things that are going through your mind and racing through your heart and you know, all the, some sometimes you're uncertain of yourself and sometimes with doubt. Again, breathe in, breathe out. Then we can start to reflect and we can remember the word of God, the truth of the word of God. Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. They say, I have your name engraved on the palm of my hand. God's saying that to each and every one of us today. And I know that through this pandemic, I know that some people have been really worried and really confused and had doubts. Again, God's saying to you, he's saying, I have your name, your name engraved on the palm of my hand. And I want you to take that first. I want you to find that first this week. And I want you to reflect on it. I want you to think on it. And I want you to learn it. I want you to learn that first. And message Chaldean, message us and tell like, you know, when you're sitting in the presence of God, like how you felt and that it brought back comfort, it brought back the strength, it brought back wisdom and it brought back you back into how much you are deeply loved even in this time of uncertainty, this time of brokenness, that you are still deeply loved. And I, I love this story of Jesus going back to Peter. I love it because, you know, we all can remember when we've, we've made mistakes. We all can remember when we've had an argument. And I know when Stuart was speaking um, a couple of weeks ago, and he was speaking and he said, our ego said, 
where are you going where have you come from i remember years and years ago to about 30 years ago i was standing in my nana's living room and i was leaving to go and work on the otherwise and i said to her i'll never come back here i'll never ever come back here and my nana says where are you going and i looked around and i says well you know where i'm going and she says don't forget where you've come from and she had just had that 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 story read to her out of the bible and i looked around and she says god will have his hand on your life and i remember laughing thinking ha god will have his hand on my life i was running away from god i was running away from everything i i, I didn't want religion i didn't want faith i didn't want to read the word of god and you know now i've come full circle i came back home and i became a christian and i just remember that in that moment those verses that those words stuck with me and what was very powerful and moving moment in my nana's little living room um it wasn't until years later i became a christian that she spoke that blessing over me that god will have his hand on your life and i'm saying to you now those of us who are christians and those of us who know the lord jesus you know god doesn't want you to run from him he wants you to come back and to be in his presence he wants you because he loves you so so much of you if you if you knew how much god loved you you'd want to spend time with him every single day and when um when i think of that story with peter i love it because you can picture the scene where peter denied jesus you know you can picture it where there he was and he had said i will I, I will you know defend you to the bitter end you are my friend but you are my lord i've seen the miracles i've witnessed i know who you are and then when he was arrested and took away, Peter was there and a servant girl first asked him, he was mulling around and he was like, you know, in with the crowds and there was loads of people and you could imagine the talk was like, well, they've arrested Jesus. Do you know that Jesus has been arrested? And then someone said, well, were you not with him? And he was like, no, not me. And inside he was like, oh, I've just denied him. But that'll be alright, it'll be alright, just, just a girl she did not know. And then again, somebody else asked him, another servant girl, were you not with him? Were you not one of, one of the followers of Jesus? No, 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 not me, not me. And then the third time, and the third time he strongly denies it. And it says he, he uses bad words, not me, not I, I was not with him. And then the cock crows and he stops. And then what he knows, that he's denied his friend and his lord. And then he weeps bitterly and for me that's one of the most moving verses in the bible because i feel he was in that moment where he was frightened he was confused he didn't know he didn't take any time out and he just said no 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 not me three times and then the words of jesus came back and said you will deny me three times and he went out and he wept bitterly and I think at times we've all been in that position where we've all done things wrong, we've all said things we shouldn't, and yet Jesus forgives us. And that's why I love this story. He went and he was on the shore, he told them how to catch fish again. He sat and he ate fish with them, and then he said to Peter, Peter, do you love me? And Peter was like, Yes, and I think it's in its simplest terms. I know there's lots of you know scholars and lots of People who wrote why Jesus asked for it, why he asked him to feed his uh, sheep and why he asked him to love me. I'm just going to read you the Bible verses again. And it says, when he finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, son of John, 
Do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. And I think, again, that was the first time he denied him. So Jesus was saying, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know I love you more than these. And Peter would have been thinking, yeah, I did love you at that time as well. But I, I, just, I just was frightened. I just was fearful. I just didn't have the strength. You know I love you more than these. Jesus said, feed my lambs. And again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. The second denial. Again, Peter and his men would have been like, well, I denied you second time, but I, I do love you. You, you. you know that I love you. And Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked the third time, do you love me? And the Lord, you know all things and you know I love you. And then for me, that's the realisation that Peter gets. Yes, Lord, you know all things and you know that I love you. The third denial forgiven. And Peter goes on to do great things. He was forgiven. His life is a testimony that we can make mistakes, that we can get it wrong. But when we have a deep relationship with Jesus, we can always repent and we can always begin again. And for me, that's what that story is about. It's for Jesus, for Peter, he's made mistakes, he's repented and he begins again. And I feel that that's a, that, that's a, you know, a real good example for our lives. And we can make mistakes, we can repent and we can begin again. And in that beginning again, our lives can be given out, you know, in order to glorify the Lord Jesus. In life, I feel we all go through times of brokenness, we all go through times of betrayal, we all go through times of uncertainty and doubt, and we've all asked the question, why? Why, Lord? And I think we just have to accept that God is sovereign. He's sovereign over all. And if we go back to Genesis, if we read in the beginning that God created the earth and God created the, the land, the sea, the stars, the moon, the sun, he created it all for us. And I think sometimes it's good just to take a moment to reflect on creation. Now, we were at the caravan and we had four days. There was just the four of us. We went and we didn't, we never saw or spoke from us all and it was wonderful. We got up, went for walks along the beach, we prayed, we came back and we ate some lovely food. And on our way home, my grandson we'd gone for our last walk along the beach, I drove along the coastline and there was we just had gone along the beach and um we had jumped in the sea and done some really nice things. And then when we were coming out, he said to me, Nana, look at that, it's fantastic. And I turned around fully expecting to show me some Lego creation he made because he made some fantastic Lego creations. I have to say, we'll buy him a nice Lego set, we bought him a nice fighter plane and you know, my husband very carefully built it up for over an hour and it was wonderful. And then he unbuilds it and he makes himself something else. So I was expecting to see a lovely, wonderful Lego creation. And I turned round and he was looking out the window and was looking this way. And I looked out my window and it was the sky and the, the coastline and the sea. And I looked and I said, yes, I said, it is, it's, it's fantastic. And he says, no, that's magnificent. And I thought... It is creation. It's there for all to see. The wonder of the sky, the earth, the sun, the stars, the moon. It is magnificent. And then he said to me, Nana, lend me your phone. I think we need to take a picture of this. 
put the pictures on after this message. And I just thought to myself, that is from a young boy who actually gets the wonder of God. And I want to encourage you, I want to encourage you this week to take time out, to spend time in God's presence, to take time out and to learn the Bible verse, see, I have you engraved on the palms of my hands. And I want you to, to tell us, to be encouraging each other, to encourage us together. And yes, we may have failed. Yes, we may have not been great through the pandemic. There's, you know, there's always time to repent and to begin again. And I feel as Christians for our lives, but when we talk about giving our lives out, I feel we can only do that if we are steeped, soaked, saturated in the word of God. Because I do believe in this world that the enemy seeks to destroy and seeks to steal and seeks to pull us down. And God doesn't want that. And after this message, we're going to sing. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to sing. I shan't inflict that on you. Um, <laughs> we're going to say, Paul is going to sing such love. And I want you just to take some time to listen to that song and to, to really take on board the love that the Lord Jesus has for you as he had for his disciples. I think it's a lovely picture of, of God, his man, and he went back and he found Peter and he had some food with him. And then he, 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 you know, he forgave him there in front of his disciples. Because even though Peter had seen him after the resurrection, I still think it would have still been within his heart. Yeah, God forgives me. Yeah, God loves me. Oh, I wish I never denied him. I wish I had been stronger. I wish I had fought more for him. I wish I was, I wish I had said this. I wish I had said that. We've all been, I wish, I wish, I wish I. But God went back and that's the picture. God's coming back for you today. God's saying to you, wherever you are, wherever you are, Come, spend some time with me. Come, be soaked in the word of God. Be soaked in my presence. Let me give you peace. Let me give you rest. And let me just pray for you now. Lord God, I lift everyone up who is watching this and everyone who has had a difficult time, Lord of late, everyone who feels lost, lonely and broken. I pray, Father God, that you will just be their light in this difficult time that such love that you have for us will just spill out into their lives minds and heart father in jesus name i pray this amen may god keep you safe this week look after yourself and each other see you soon <laughs>